m'as dit que tu avais entendu tes parents, maman, t'es sorti de la maison, c'est ça En fait, j'entendais pas vraiment les mots, j'avais que des bouts de voix, mais ça ah, faisait... Ah oui, mais non, si t'avais pas les mots, du coup, tu peux pas savoir si c'était une dispute ou pas. Enfin, je sais, je sais ce que j'ai entendu. So, as you know, the autopsy report is uh, inconclusive about the cause of death. Stop I did not kill him. That's not the point. Il parle de tromperie. I was honest about it. Mais vous l'avez pas été l'année de sa mort avec cette fille avec qui vous l'avez trompé, pourquoi Il y a quand même quelque chose d'un peu étrange dans cette situation. Vous admettez qu'il était jaloux Non, I don't know. No. Allez, écoutez-vous, on a l'impression que vous l'avez trompé continuellement. Quand il commence à se reprocher des trucs, moi je préfère mon aller. Tu peux pas me dire qui était le plus énervé des deux Non. Est-ce que vous pouvez nous dire à quoi il fait référence quand il parle du pillage de son œuvre That's not true. Vous aviez déjà frappé votre mari Non. Non, jamais C'est bien ce qui s'est passé. T'as pas pu les entendre s'il parlait comme maman. J'ai confondu. T'as confondu. I'm innocent, you know that, right? Hello! Hi! Welcome to Movie Umpers. My name is Bob Sham. I'm Angela. This sounds your maybe dogs. And we are discussing as a part of a backup, a lot of extra content, a lot of content for the next two months. And every Thursday, we're catching up on some Best Picture nominations that we have not seen yet. So we're talking about Anatomy of a Fall, mm-hmm. which is nominated for Best Picture, directed by... Justine Triette, I can't, I I think she's nominated for Best Director as well. I'm not sure. Look, I don't know, look that up. But Ri- I can find out. Written by Justine Triette and Arthur Harari. Uh, Justine, uh, she's more known in France, uh, uh, kind of a, a political vocal counter to France's neoliberal system over there. She's kind of uh, been a, she's been a political advocate. She is nominated for Best yes. Director, which is good because yes. I actually think there's a lot of skill in this movie. And we're not going to go into a lot of details. The Zone of Interest we went into. It, Zone of Interest was very spoilery compared to our other in theaters. It really stuff. was. It really was. But she wrote this with her um, partner, baby daddy, Arthur Harari. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about this movie, she wrote it with her longtime baby daddy. And these are... And these are two people who have, I'm assuming, obviously they wrote this together, artistic careers, trying to do similar things. I, Yeah, that's really interesting, considering uh, some of the conversations in this. Starring also Sandra Hewler. She is also in Zone of Interest, so she's all she's over the, the place of the year. this year. Swan Arlaud, Milo Machado-Granier, and Antoine Reinhardt. Um, and it is a French movie. Anatomy d'un shoot. Anatomy uh, d'un shoot. And uh, this takes place in this beautiful French Alps. Gorgeous. Uh, a woman is doing an interview. She is a writer. Pretty accomplished, right? She's in this little house that's being remodeled and right by the French Alps. Her husband's in the house and he's doing something and he plays a song super loud. Unbelievably fucking annoying. They're trying to talk. At first you're like, does he not know that she's doing an interview here? And then they're having this kind of interaction. And she seems to be our, our, 
our hero as Sandra. <laughs> Are we uh, calling her that? <laughs> Sandra Sandra Voider, as played by Sandra Hewler. She seems to be taking it in stride, but the interviewer is like a little frustrated. And it's a little uncomfortable. You know, it's it's with anything, it's hard to concentrate while something loud is happening. Meanwhile, they have a son, his name is Daniel, who has through an accident they established some years ago, is mostly visually impaired, and he's walking his dog out. I think one optical, one of his eyes' optical nerve is maybe completely severed. So the interviewer leaves, and we see Sandra waving her off. So when Daniel, the son, comes back after walk, walking the dog, he sees that his father is on the ground, dead, blood. Blow to the head. He is not alive. This is the image that we see on the on the poster of this movie because it's Sandra and her son looking at the body of the mm. husband. So the so there's a lot of questioning. Um, a lot of of course the prosecutors come up and there is a trial and it is did Sandra Voider kill her husband or not? You think it's a mystery and it is. Yeah. But it's also about the troubles of relationships, yeah. of long-term relationships, the ups and downs and the guilt and the, and the resentment that can build. The resentment and the balance of the, the structural imbalances that can actually really happen. I mean, in some sense, I mean, you didn't kill me and I didn't kill you, but I think sitting through this movie did make me think about the the balances in our relationships as yeah. to how well do we compensate for each other is is one like am i pulling too much from one or and mm-hmm. it, it's not exactly the same scenario that they have i mean no, but- there's resentment because there was a little bit of um guilt surrounding the son's accident that led to him being blind some infidelity some infidelity and there's some casual jealousy jealousy from the career, career success that it comes into this point in which did she kill him push him off the top of their three-story alp chalet or did he kill himself because it definitely wasn't an accident that is all that they know also um, her prosecutor is played by um interesting uh i think it's swan arlaud he and they have this they they have this relationship where they knew each other in the past and that he maybe was in love with her at some point. And there is kind of a, maybe. there is kind of a personable thing with each other. And the, uh, the, he's not the pro, did I say he's a prosecutor? He's her defense attorney. Yeah, he's attorney. her defense attorney. The, he's the only lawyer she knows. So it's who she calls and they, they do have some sort of history together. The prosecutor is played by Antoine, uh, Reinhardt's and he does really, he was he's a really good at being great. like, a needling little shit, right? Oh my god, he was good. I don't want to get too much no. into it. I think this is a thing that should be exper- experienced, but mm-hmm. I do want to come in. I want to watch uh, uh, Justine Triette's other movies because yeah. the way this whole and the cinematography, the cinematography by Simon mm-hmm. Bofels, Bofels, so many different angles and takes. It's really crafty. Like it is a beautifully shot movie, and there's. Mm-hmm. And it utilizes a variety of techniques without it feeling like it's trying to throw everything against the wall. You can see that there's a particular point. Like when the investigators are in the house trying to make sense of how this would go down, it's a little shaky. It's a little hand cammy, almost like a 
episode of French Cops or well, some shit. Like, like how they would be recording what was happening when they're walking around looking at everything. And they're going to take footage of the, the house. And there's an amazing use of space, especially when you're dealing with like seeing angles around the house or mm-hmm. seeing people move in and out as they're trying to figure this out. And the up-close shots are good on how they measure the tension. And Sandra Hewler, very, very She's good very actor, good. right? And it was just also interesting to me to watch the French version of courtroom procedurals mm-hmm. and how that how they do it and like trying to figure out what's so different. It seems like they can very interesting. It seems like they can call up these witnesses and then have the defendant like respond as they're having these conversations. There is a jury, but they seem to be almost set in front, maybe mm-hmm. near I don't know if they allow other people to come into the courtroom from the outside. It, it was kind of hard to tell. There was an audience at times, but then there was some some when they made everyone leave. And there's like a, and it's like this big half circle podium, and you got your judge in the center and the prosecutors and stuff. And the jury, they called it, but it's just like other folks who didn't really speak. Yeah. But they seem more official than like a jury would be here. They don't seem to be people who've been selected. They are wearing like robes. So yeah, this is. Um, we're not going to get much more into it than that, but yeah. I've, but as far as like just pure cinematic skill, mm-hmm. a super well shot movie. And I don't know if one benefit of doing these, let's talk about all the best picture nominees, is that I think this is one that I definitely would have just passed right Absolutely. by. Absolutely. And I'm if, really glad we're watching if we are, it. We if we weren't going to do this. I agree. There are definitely moments in this movie that in the wrong hands could have felt extraordinarily tedious. But there was never a moment where I didn't want to know what was going to happen next. Never a moment. Even when it was quiet, even when it was a lot of, like, talking, you know? Like, conversation sometimes can feel very dense and heavy in some films if it's not handled correctly, but it was so good in this. And it's not just necessarily the process of wanting to know what's happening next, Mm. But how you're connecting to these characters, each and every one in a different way. Yes. Even the husband. who You want to know them more. Who we see here and there in flashbacks. Not many. But we do kind of understand him to some degree, even yeah. though he's pretty much dead through the whole movie. Right? I, yeah. But they, they give you enough. Like, you, you really feel like you get to know everyone in this movie, even down to the woman who's assigned to be like the advocate for Marge, her son. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. Like everyone in this movie is really good. The relationship between the defense lawyer and Sandra is amazing, like you mentioned. It really is about relationships and it's also about perspective within those relationships, you know? Like what do you think was happening versus what I think was happening? And you're not always on the same page. We're pretty open-minded about movies in general. Yeah. But this doing this show, because we're not experts, but we are enthusiasts, has put us in a position to talk about movies that we definitely would have passed right by. Absolutely. Just because there's so many fucking movies in the world. Yeah. But this one, check it out. Give this one a shot, especially... If you've been in a, a relationship for a long time, I think you and I are literally the only people I know and that have watched this movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I, I, don't, I have a feeling if I ask everyone else, even though it's nominated for Best Picture, but again, there's 10 of those fucking noms. Yeah. 
that I don't know if we know anyone else who has seen this. I think that also kind of goes into what we've talked about with some of these other films and that this is a thoughtful movie. You really are getting to know these people and their relationships. It's not about, it's not a comedy. It's not a thriller. You know, it's, it's about a thing that could really happen. Mm. And how does that play out in these particular people's lives? There's a part where the Sandra, Sandra Voider is played by Sandra Hewler. They're talking about what, her and her husband sacrificed or didn't sacrifice for each other. Mm-hmm. And she was made to move from London to where they live in France. That's where she's by the town where she's he grew Germany. up. Germany, yeah. And she states, I went from growing up in one German shithole to coming here into your French shithole. And yeah, the house needs a lot of remodeling, but his shithole is in view of the fucking Alps. Mm-hmm. We're, we kind of love the mountains anyway. I don't know yeah. why we don't live there, but, uh, someday, but imagine walking out, having your coffee and you see the fucking French Alps and oh. you're going to be like, what a shithole. I don't know. It just made, you know what? Maybe she did it. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking murderer doesn't like the Alps. No spoilers. All right. Let's, uh, we're not going to give much more. Info. No, but it's interesting that you you spoke about that because I agree. When she said that, it seemed a little crazy. But it it's also the idea of not only perspective on a situation or, or within perspective on a situation, how people can feel trapped not only f- physically but emotionally, and how someone might feel trapped physically if they feel that they're in a place where they don't have they don't they don't hear their native tongue, they don't have friends, they don't mm. see people, they can be somewhere that is as beautiful as the French Alps. And feel like it's a shithole. Yeah, right. It's but not about also, the Alps, right? But, yeah, but then there's also like the idea of you can have a family. You can have a home. You can have a pet. You can be in a beautiful place. You can be living your life and seemingly successful and feel like an utter failure. Yeah. And feel put upon. You can make decisions that you fully are in charge of making and then convince yourself that you are suffering yeah. because of those decisions that you made and feel stuck. Yeah. It's such an, it's so good. You're going to give this one through five <laughs> combined for best out of 10. What do you give uh, anatomy of a fall or as the French call it, anatomy d'un shoot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll match you. I think it's a solid niner. Yeah, I do too. Not quite S tier, but but top of the A's. Yeah, that's how I feel too. We have uh, we've hit the nine a few times lately. Mm -hmm. Sharing the ranks with poor things. That's Mm -hmm. uh, another nominee. So that is um, these are tied for our second highest rated best picture nom. Our highest rated so far is the zone of interest. Yes. Uh, but it shares the ranks with Perfect Blue, one we talked about recently, Sword of Doom, Tar, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm, I love that. It's at least as good as those. If not better, you know, it's your decision. We change our own score all the fucking time. It mm-hmm. don't matter. Mm-hmm. Except this May, when we talk about Star Wars movies, then our opinion is all that matters. <laughs> because we're finally going to talk about Star Wars. So that's a preview for a few months from now. Check the show notes for links and other places to find us. Have you seen Anatomy of a Fall or any other Best Picture nominations? 
Uh, is there any movies do you watch this year that you think should be in there? I mean, we like we said, we established that we don't really care that much about it all, but we're curious what you think about it. So let us know. Did yeah. think, did do you think did you do you think Barbie got snubbed with its eight nominations? Like, subscribe, leave a comment, correction, talk about anything you want regarding this movie. Did she do it? Did she? We got our sign off for our uh, best picture discussions, and it, it, it and it is dumber. It get, it sounds dumber every time mm-hmm. you say it, but mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna keep saying it until. We're done with the best picture knobs. You are Knuff.